Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to try and lobotomize the baddest bitch in the entire world. Mm-hmm. They tried to do it to her. <laughs> they really tried to do it. Today, yeah. we are reviewing HBO's The Last of Us with episode 9, Look for the Light. I just noticed this, like, last night, that we begin with when you're lost in the darkness and we mm-hmm. end here. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I kind of figured that's exactly what they were going to do when I saw the right. title of the first episode. I was like, mm, the last one better be look for the light. Here we are. It's a literal call to action for Joel, right? Like he's oh. lost in the darkness in episode one and then he finds that light in Ellie at oh, the end of episode up. nine. Shut so, up. I'm not ready to cry again. Yeah. <laughs> like not even a minute into this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's it's going to be a, it's going to be a rough one. It's going to be a rough um, one. I literally was like um, looking at the HBO Max banner for the behind the scenes stuff, which is a picture of Pedro and Bella holding hands behind the scenes. Um, And I was just like, well, I'm going to start crying now. Good. Um, (laughs) That's good. That's good. Good way to end the night. Glad. I'm glad Um, that we're doing this. What a lovely end to my Sunday and and beginning to my week. Um, So let's talk a little bit about what happens in this episode. Joel and Ellie have made it to Salt Lake City, where the fireflies find them before they find the fireflies. So when Joel wakes up in the firefly hospital after he and Ellie are hit with a smoke bomb, he sees Marlene, who tells him that Ellie is being prepped for surgery. The plan is to remove the cordyceps from Ellie so that they can be used to cure others. But the problem is the cordyceps are in Ellie's brain. Hmm, I wonder if Joel will be totally fine with that and everyone in the hospital will live. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Or actually, Joel will go on a murderous rampage and kill everyone in the hospital in order to save Ellie from her death, including her surgeon. Joel carries Ellie out of the hospital, executing Marlene on the way out. When Ellie awakes, she is in the back of a car with Joel driving back toward Tommy's commune. Joel lies that they tested Ellie, determined there are many other people with similar genetics and that they have stopped looking for a cure. Ellie doesn't necessarily believe in Joel, but she can't bring herself to believe that Joel would ever lie to her. This is where season one of The Last of Us concludes. And there were no consequences to any actions. No, not at all. Everything's fine now. Everything's cool. Everything's all good. Fine. Everything's Everything is fine. cool and fine. All good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caitlin, and I can't believe it's over. <laughs> it feels like it literally just happened. Literally like, yesterday, I was at your house, and we were watching the premiere together. That was yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I can't believe we're here now. I'm Emberlyn, and I'm not sure what to fill the void with that this show has left in my life. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to put there. Probably nothing. Probably just sit there empty for a very long time. Yeah, I um, what I did was uh, before the finale, I made an entire playlist last night. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. So um, I'll probably be crying to that throughout this week. Um, but when I get to nine o'clock next Sunday, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I've gotten kind of used to uh, going through an emotional crisis every night yeah. at nine o'clock on Sunday. So um, I guess I'll just have to come up with my own. <laughs> I was going to say, is your body just going to respond the same way? Yeah. Like, you're going to lie down in bed and just be like, oh, all of a sudden. <laughs> like, great. Um, so, Caitlin, we, I, can't, I can't believe we're already here. We're, I know. This is it. Like, I don't know how to process the end yeah. of this season. But we'll, um, we'll try. Yeah. Um, but I think I think I want to start with us chatting a little bit about our hooks for this episode. What got you immersed? What got you got you to keep on watching other than the fact that you love the show? <laughs> other than the fact that I would never stop watching. Um, I was gonna say it's a funny question for when we, when we really like <laughs> the content. Yeah, you know? I get to we get to the finale and it's like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested anymore all of a sudden. I don't know why. <laughs> Suddenly I don't care about these two characters that I'm totally yeah, not attached yeah. to. Yes. Um, so the hook for me, of course, it starts off with a black screen and you just hear like this breathing and panting. And I was like thinking it was, you know, Ellie thinking it was like, oh, we're getting some flashback to like um, her immediate like trauma after what happened last episode with David. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, Bella sounds just like Ellie. Oh, it's Ellie because it was Ashley Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, no way! Uh, like, I-, I knew she was gonna be in this episode, but like, I was still like, ah. <laughs> um, ten out of ten move to have Ashley Johnson play Ellie's mom. Like, of course, of course, right? And she was yes. so good, and it was, 
so wild to me to hear Ellie, like, to hear the, like, game Ellie's voice in this show was, like, mind-boggling to me. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with you. That was my hook as well. Um, I think when I first heard her, like, she's kind of, like, gasping and as she's running through the woods. Like, the moment I heard her voice, like, the second I heard it, I knew it was Ashley. Mm-hmm. And even though I haven't played the game, I know the gameplay well enough that the moment I heard her, I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. she's here. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. It's insane how much her and Bella look and sound alike. It's I know. Kind of shocked me when I first saw her face. I've never like I've seen them both before, obviously. Right. But I've I've never put two and two together. So I I just really like it really shocked me how similar they looked. Like they definitely could have been like mother and daughter at like the very least. It's funny you say that though because um when the trailer initially came out, you see a shot of Ashley Johnson looking at little baby Ellie. Mm-hmm. And um it was but it was like super quick and of course like trailers like play like a whole bunch of little clips like really quick next to each other. I remember seeing yeah. that thinking it was Bella and going, oh, wow, she looks a lot like Ellie right there. Yeah. And then, like, watching it over again and being like, oh, wait, no, that was Ashley Johnson, and obviously she's Ellie. So it was, Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of crazy, but, like, it just really proved, like, to me, like, how similar Bella is to Ashley without even meaning Mm -hmm. to. Like, Like, I'll get into it more a little bit later, but just great casting overall and i just love that both ellies were in this episode in this last episode so yeah it's 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 so interesting because bella talks a little bit in some of the behind the scenes content from last night um about how she was told not to play the game so that she wouldn't end up copying ashley's character too much and she ended up sneaking like watching some gameplay but i think (laughs) Just going off of that while making the character their own is really like impressive and yeah. cool. When Ashley Johnson's character, when Anna says, you fucking tell him, Ellie. When yeah. uh, when Ellie is crying, I, I just remember being like, oh my god, that's that's She's her. That's Ashley. Like, that's, that's Ellie. Like, it was just, yeah. it was such a, like, a full circle experience. Like it was really awesome. Torch. Yeah. Such a cool way to end the, end the yeah. season. Obviously, that was a banger quote. Do you have any other uh, <laughs> favorite quotes that happened in this episode? There were quite a few. I'd say in terms yeah. of writing, and, and I think maybe in part just because of all of the great writing that happens at this point in the game, but also mm-hmm. because there was so much to like call back to. The, so was it everything you hoped for. It's got its ups and downs, but you can't deny the view. Yeah. Um, that was rude. Um, yeah, I just want to, I'm going to take a moment. Sorry. I'm going to take a moment to call out that the the trash man is outside my house. Again? <laughs> um, so if you hear any loud noises, then know that it's me um, thrusting my body into the barrel um, so that I can be taken to the dump. Uh, <laughs> because that's where I belong after all of this. <laughs> I don't know where else to go. I can't sometimes, stay here, though. <laughs> sometimes a show just makes you feel like you need to just jump into the back of a dumpster truck, you know? Occasionally, you just need to be trash. Yeah. So another another line that really breaks my heart, and this is when Joel suggests that they could maybe turn back, that they don't have to go through with this. Ellie says, after all we've been through, after everything I've done, it can't all be for nothing. That really mm-hmm. broke me because this is where we see Ellie's purpose emerge. We know that she sees this as her purpose that she'd be willing to maybe willing to die for it though we don't really necessarily see her have that choice um this is just something that joel could not accept um so that's really like broke me and then i think i just have i have so many i follow you anywhere you go oh great thanks that that really got me (laughs) um I will be naming a playlist after that, and yep. I will be listening to it throughout the rest of my life until my 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 later years. Um, that really hurt. When Joel, we get the revelation from Joel, it was me. I was the guy who shot and missed when we learn about where he got his scar from. My heart um, stopped. That was new for me. So that was new for me too. <laughs> oh wow! Is that yeah. not canon in the game? No. Wow. So that. 
uh, I I have a lot of the same quotes as you, so I'm just gonna like riff off of yours. Yeah, uh, that fucking rocked me. <laughs> yeah, um, it. You never like in the game. You know Joel. You know was traumatized, but you don't get a lot of like a lot of the emotions that come with it. Like he's he's a very repressed man, and he'd rather not talk about it. Like there's a part in the game where. Ellie wants to talk about what happened with Sam and Henry, and Joel's like, no, we're not talking about it. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not going to do it. Like, d- doesn't let her process, doesn't doesn't even want to try. And that's why I love the show so much, is what they're able to do with Joel. And, like, we could, we got to see him be more emotional. It humanized him more because he wasn't just a video game character. So when that happened, when he goes, it was me, and it pans to him, and he says, I was the guy who shot and missed, my heart stopped. <laughs> I was like... Huh? I gasped. And, like, I was, like, holding my breath. That entire scene was so heavy, so emotional, but so I'm so glad that they included it because mm-hmm. in, in this part of the game, like, Joel's opening up to Ellie more. Like, he's entered full dad mode. Yeah. Um, but to have him open up not just with talking more about Sarah, but talking about himself in yeah. a way so that he can, like, show her like it will get better like you gotta Mm -hmm. keep you know it's you know struggling with surviving and all that like yeah I like I was shaking and I'm honestly like shaking just thinking about it that scene it was uh what a revelation it's it's so I feel like it it really adds I don't want to say like oh a suicide attempt per se adds depth to his character but I do Mm -hmm. think it 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 adds depth to his character that that's something he was willing to reveal to Ellie yeah and that he was willing to be that vulnerable with her yeah um and and I think it also helps you get a sense of how hopeless he was during that time yeah because he said it was the second day yeah like that is I mean oh my god (laughs) um (laughs) I think so the one that I really want to give all of my love and attention to is so time heals all wounds I guess this is something Ellie says and then Joel responds it wasn't time that did it Mm -hmm. oh like banging my fist on the table like scream I screamed when I heard this I looked over at Vishwas and he just was like crying (laughs) yeah he's like this is that's it that's the line yeah that's the line for both of us that's how you say I love you without saying I love you. <laughs> it was ow, big ow. Um, yeah, I wasn't prepared for that one. I wasn't strong enough like, for that one. In fact, I'm crying right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's insane. It's really, like, <sighs> shocking to hear him open up like this, like his yeah. character. Like, it really, it really, like, it was it wasn't off-putting, but it was, like, it completely threw me off. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I was not expecting expecting that and Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of sad it's it's very sad because like it's like him and Ellie they're now unfortunately kind of on different wavelengths because she's just gone through this incredibly traumatic event Mm -hmm. and she probably isn't in the place to be that vulnerable right now but he is yeah that's why like the only time they've ever been on the same page was at the end of episode six like post Jackson and pre stab time, you know. Yeah, it's so it's it so sad. Like, yeah, it's it's one of those right place, wrong time things. Yeah, where yep. or right right people, wrong time things, Be- and it made me realize how much that can apply to more than just romantic relationships. Watching this because mm-hmm. like you could be on a completely different wavelength than your your parent or your friend. And it could, like, really, like, take things off course. So, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, wow. And then last honorable mention, when uh, Ellie's in the back of the car, she's woken up after they've left the hospital, and Joel is explaining what what's happened or, you know, what his version of what's happened. And he says, they've stopped, and you get this cut of – he gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. He he gets – he hesitates, and they, they edit it, so you get the mm-hmm. gunshot of him shooting Marlene for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then he says, they stopped looking for a cure. I love that. Like, that is yeah. such good editing. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's just like goosebumps when that happened. Yeah. Like, goosebumps. It was so good. Oh, my God. This episode had so much good. Like, the writing oh. was just impeccable. I know you've got some good ones, too, Caitlin. So tell me about yours. Yeah, I mean, 
I pretty much had all the same as yours. Um, in addition to like right before uh, Ellie says, I'll follow you anywhere you go. Um, uh. I love that she goes like, we'll go wherever you want, whether it's Tommy's, a sheep farm or the moon. I was like, uh-huh. oh, uh. <laughs> I'm not yeah. ready for this. And then the, the gut punch yeah. of I'll follow you anywhere you go. Just ah. It both took years off my life and granted me immortality. Like, ugh. <laughs> you're, you're alive, but I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, we survived, but we're dead. Uh, yeah, I also really liked a couple lines from Joel um, during his. Oh my god, that hospital scene when. Jesus. Um, oh, we'll get into it. But wow, uh, the first couple guys they takes out, like the guys who are escorting him out of the hospital, and. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks where Ellie is and he's got the guy at gunpoint and the guy just starts like mumbling or doesn't it doesn't answer him he just goes I don't have time for this and shoots him and yeah. I was like oh here we go <laughs> like he does not have time it's time it's time for the hospital shootout um and then oh my God. again because I I was waiting for it and like at first I was afraid I was like oh my god are they not going to show it but then I remembered it has the very similar editing in the game where it just cuts to Joel and Allie driving away and then it goes back to what he did to Marlene. And I remember, uh. I remembered because I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're good. Like they're going to show it because the line, you just come after her. Oh mm. my God. It, it hits because it's like, like in the game, like when he says that you're like, wow. Like he, he's, he, this was all for Ellie. Like, you know, this is all for Ellie, but just yeah. the fact that he's just like, no, I'm not going to let anybody have the chance to possibly come after her. So mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, take you out myself. And so to have, see that happen again. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Good. Also, what I really liked is in the behind the scenes clip that they played just after the episode, Neil Druckmann says, uh, saving humanity or this one girl, it's the easiest decision that Joel's had to make. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I know, but ow! <laughs> it's so funny because I don't know. It was. It must have been. I think Craig said something in like the, beh- the that behind the scenes episode, and Bush was just like, "Damn, why is it that Craig comes at us? He drops like another line every episode. Yeah. Like every behind the scenes content, he, he or Neil drop a line that's just like could might as well could have just been included in the episode as like yeah. additional. Like it's insane. It's the the level of like intellectualism, the level of of like thoughtfulness that they yes. go into when they describe the characters just shows I feel like how much they really care about uh the work which I mean I think that's all we ever say is like oh they seem like they really care about this but because they do though and it's it's so rare nowadays I feel like like everything and I know I've said this before but like everything nowadays feels like it's made for profit and finally this is something that was made for art you know yeah like it it just shows so much that like there is good storytelling out in the world and just like to be able to just the fact that this was a good adaption not not that the adaption was made to make money to get more people like oh well people played the game they'll watch the show and that'll give us an Mm -hmm. audience it'll give us money etc etc it was people loved the game so much that they wanted a crack at telling the story but in a way that was unique but also honored the fact that they know that people are coming here for the love of the game and it's just Mm -hmm. Oh, it makes me so happy that this was a good adaption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like they put a lot of tedious work into this. I imagine it was very expensive to make this show. And yeah. I, I guess in terms of profits, I can imagine that the payback was probably substantial just because oh, yeah. I if I didn't already have an HBO Max account, then I would probably be buying one just to watch the show. 100%. Um, yep. Yeah. So, Caitlin, what song would you be listening to during gameplay of the hospital scene? Um, well, first of all, I, yeah, she, my, my cat is here and she has a lot of things to say about The Last of Us. So if you hear her in the background, <laughs> just know that she too was emotionally devastated. Yeah. yeah. Um, but first of all, I just want to call out the fact that they used a slow orchestral version of The Last of Us theme during this scene. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. when big action sequences are set to like slower music and this yeah. was just uh we'll get into it more later probably, but it, it was just so cool. But I would be because I love pain, I would be listening to Future Days by Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> 
and not necessarily the Pearl Jam version. So if you know, you know. (laughs) I just know. I think about it often, and I cry a lot about it. Uh, What song would you be listening to? I was thinking a lot about Fourth of July by Sufjan Stevens. And I will not be explaining this, and I think that's just for the best, so I don't, like, end up crying. Um, But I feel like the lyrics and then, like, just the general vibe, and also because I love when they play, like, a slower song. We talked about this. I don't remember where we talked about this. It might have actually been in last week's episode. We've talked about it before, and I just, yeah. It's cool when you play, like, a slower song to an action scene sometimes than like Mm -hmm. a more crazy song because it really like keeps you captivated and in the moment um so that was kind of where i was going um yeah perfect what what song would you be listening to when you're looking out over salt lake city and the giraffe appears Uh, um i said dear daughter by hailstorm specifically because the lyrics say dear daughter i was just like you and just like me you're gonna make it through these are words that every girl should hear there will be love there will be pain there will be hope there will be fear through it all year after year stand or fall i will be right here and after all i'll be right here for you (laughs) and if that ain't joel and ellie i don't know what is that's so funny i feel like i chose like a very similar uh a very similar song I chose Father and Daughter by Paul Simon. Oh. Um, and I literally, I listened to it a couple times over last night. And I feel like, I'm not even going to read the lyrics. Just like go look up the lyrics. They're all relevant. But there's this great guitar riff going on throughout the song. And it made me think about Joel playing the guitar. And then I was mm. like, okay, I guess I'll kill myself. <laughs> um, so uh, definitely listen. I, oh, Oh my god, actually, no, it's about them. All right. Yeah. Anyway. And then I also said Peace by Miss Taylor Allison Swift mm. in honor of her upcoming tour opening. Um, and also because I saw an edit with this the other day and it really kind of hurt me a lot. And I'm kind of mad at whatever 14 year old on TikTok <laughs> made that after their science test and decided to like pop it up there for me. They're really cool. I literally. They're insane. It's like, it's literally always like someone being like, oh, sorry, guys. I, sorry, I'm late to post this. I had volleyball practice. And then it's like the most gut wrenching Phoebe Bridgers song (laughs) dubbed over like episode six and episode seven clips. I'm like, why are y'all doing, why are you guys doing this to me? I want everyone to know everyone who has made a Joel and Ellie edit to I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers. Uh. Shut (laughs) up. Oh, oh it kills oh. me it's like i i knew the lyrics but then they put it to this them and i'm like oh yeah oh okay okay i guess i'm just gonna go jump off a roof or something because... yeah there are so many weird like i think in between taylor swift and phoebe bridgers i've seen so many edits for for joel and ali over the past couple of weeks and it's really hurt me like yeah really hurt me like i can't believe that i can't first of all i can't believe that phoebe bridgers wrote i know in the end for the last of us amazing i know work. i can't believe she did that <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing that Phoebe. thanks Phoebe. <laughs> um, but uh yeah no there's so many i feel like i have a so i have a i, I have a playlist uh it's called uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now it's like what's my joel and ellie playlist on spotify so go check it out but like Love just it. know that i'm in a bad place because <laughs> of because uh-oh so uh-oh. um yeah so uh yeah that's all, that's all i have to say about that i'm done sometimes it's just now. a little uh-oh and yeah. you know and yeah one uh-oh goes a long way one uh-oh goes a long way guys <laughs> yeah yeah all right so what character would you carry through a hospital oh i mean ellie <laughs> i mean <Yeah>. ellie <laughs> joel i feel like joel. he'd be kind of heavy um but I'm really heartbroken for her because she's lost two things in this episode. One being the opportunity to save people, which she feels like is her purpose. And like also the opportunity to like actually be able to make that choice to do that. Yeah. And then on that note, the ability to fully trust Joel because she knows deep down that he's lying about the fireflies. Uh, And that really like hurts me yeah. a lot um so cool yeah. <laughs> cool that's really good Never okay everything ended really well 
This is cool. Okay, how about you? Oh, uh, Ellie, of course, Ellie. Uh, she's been through hell, and like you said, like her entire purpose was taken from her, and like just the fact that like she did terrible, horrible things. They went through traumatic, terrible, horrible things to get to that place, and then it was just yeah. all for nothing. And the person that she loves most in this world lied to her. Like, <sighs> that is the pain that Neil Druckmann has plagued us all with since 2013. And pretty uncool, honestly. It, it will always haunt me. Like, this is this is why I love this story so much. It's because it's so compelling. Because, I don't know, it's just so emotional. And it just really gets down to, like, those, like, primal human emotions of love, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, like, there's, uh, I mean, there's so much debate about the ending, and now I just know it's going to resurface now that the show has done it again, and it's Uh just, it's interesting. It's a really, it's a really compelling story, and I, I am, I have nothing but praise to say about it. Same. (laughs) I'm like, I'm having a really hard time processing that it's over still. So like, just bear with me while I mourn. Um, (laughs) What? So I feel like it's going to be kind of hilarious for us to talk about peaks and valleys now, because I think everybody who's listening along probably already knows that our valleys are going to be like stupid, but yeah, yeah, yeah. um, What was your first peak for this episode, Caitlin? Oh, the giraffes. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I was like, I knew they would do it, but like, and like, given how faithful they've stayed to the game thus far like i wasn't Mm -hmm. worried that they weren't gonna do this scene but i was still like what if they don't do it (laughs) yeah um because ah all of like there was little giraffe easter eggs throughout the entire show and i i say that and i can only think of two like there was the giraffe stuffed animal in episode two oh yeah and then there was uh the giraffe poster in episode six like i was like oh you gotta do it you gotta do it Mm-hmm. Um, and it paid off, and they did it, and I, uh, I just like the second that Elliot dropped the ladder, I was like, "Yep, here we go." Yeah, <laughs> she sees them, and yeah. uh, and then of course, Vanishing Grace played right where it should be. Like they they tortured me a couple times by playing it early when I wasn't emotionally <laughs> prepared for it, but they played it, and it got me, <laughs> it got me good. And <laughs> why I love this scene so much is because like after everything you've gone through, after after the entire winter section, like it's just this beautiful moment of peace and mm-hmm. um craig mason calls it bittersweet because it is and it's just like they've both been th- through so much and the fact that they get like this moment where it's like oh look at how beautiful the world is you know yeah it's yeah. so soft and i remember playing the game and just like before you move on like you can like hit whatever button or just like move away and then the moment's over i just remember like staying there for so long i put my controller yeah. down i was just like i'm just gonna sit right here and watch the giraffes with my daughter yeah <laughs> and nothing bad will happen <laughs> like i don't i like, agree i just was sobbing throughout the entire time i first played it i sobbed i think i sobbed even more like after i played the whole game because i knew what was coming and i'm like i guess i'll just walk away <laughs> mm-hmm. um but it's just it's so beautiful and the, like the way they did it in the show was so nice and just the way that Joel is looking at Ellie is so soft and I have to assume that this is probably like the first time that she's laughed or smiled this much since David and mm-hmm. like we see that innocence that she had for the first six episodes come back for the first time mm-hmm. and it's it's just beautiful it's it's so yeah. soft and it's so sad but it's it's just beautiful and I'm so glad and they they did it so well I couldn't agree more that was that was my first peak as well like it's it it is bittersweet because we aren't just getting like a rare moment of peace after the winter scene but also Mm -hmm. before everything that comes next yeah and it's just like this last moment of surety and softness between them with like this small glimpse of this more childlike Ellie through the pain of the last episode and the return of the pun book and Joel's mm. newfound vulnerability <laughs> with her. Um, it's all just like, it's so much. It's so much. And it's like such a little treat. It's like Craig and Neil dangled it over our little heads. Like, here's a little yeah. treat. Here's a little <laughs> treat for you guys. And then they yeah. dropped it. Trying they dropped it. Us. And we we all ate it up. We were like, ah, you know, like, like, like wily coyotes. And then... <laughs> And then it was gone, and all we had left was darkness. 
but no, in all sincerity, it is, it's just, it's been such a wonder to see the progression of Joel's affinity for Ellie. Like, his voice getting so much softer. Like, that was the first thing I noticed in this episode was he's just, like, got a completely different continence about him. Yep. And, I mean, his feet are turning more toward her, and he just, like, looks at her the way that he'd look at his own daughter, and it's, like, really fucking sad. Um, so bad mode. Yep. Yeah. So, so, I... um, And I just... I feel like it's such a great opportunity to highlight alternative, like... I don't know, like, alternative found family dynamics mm-hmm. between, like, because sometimes you just get, like, oh, you're an adult and you have friends and they become your family. But I like that this is, like, okay, there's this small child and, like, she does not have a real father and Joel has lost his daughter and we get, like, this really great father-daughter dynamic that mm-hmm. is, like, a found family. It's, like, really, I feel like it's super rare to see and this, it was done so well here and I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. Well, like, very good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you thank you for this little treat thank you thank you for this uh, i like it it's very much um but it's gone and i want more <laughs> can i have more can i have more please um uh what was your second pete caitlin joel's rampage through the hospital mm. oh my god my jaw yeah. was on the floor they oh, it was so i was nerve. i was a little nervous for this scene because i was like how are they, how are they gonna do it how they, like I don't know like they're I, just I, gonna I do it. They're just gonna, do, I was <laughs> just gonna like, do it. I was like I hope they don't take a like I don't want them to like. I guess I was a, like my biggest fear with it was like they're not gonna show how brutal that was because at this point in the game you're mowing down anybody who gets in your way, <laughs> you right, know. Right. And that's exactly what he did. And I think the way they did it was better than I think anything I could ever imagine. Like I love mm. that it was basic like almost in slow motion the way he just took out every single person like no hesitation there's this one part where this one guy like puts his gun down and he puts his hands up and he gets down on his knees yeah there's like maybe a split second where you're like oh maybe he'll just knock him out and then joel just Mm -hmm. like looks at him there's no emotion in his face pulls the trigger and then he moves on and i'm like Mm -hmm. this he's so dead set on getting to ellie it doesn't like there's nothing in his face he's just on autopilot Mm-hmm. And it was so incredibly done. The music was phenomenal. As we said, like, action sequences set to slow music. As it just makes it all the more emotional. And it's just like, this. these are the lengths that he will go to protect his mm-hmm. family. And this is the Joel that Tommy was afraid of, you know? Yeah. Like, or that Maria was afraid of. Like, it was, it was just so incredible. And I, I don't think they could have done it any better. The the absolute no hesitation when he killed the surgeon was, I, I, like, I wasn't surprised, but at the same time I was. Like, when I played the game, I stood there for about 10 seconds being like, oh, I have to kill this guy. All right. <laughs> and, then, and then you do it. and then But, like, the way that he he kills him, but he doesn't even look at him. He's looking at Ellie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I, I have, so I have a lot of word vomit in our notes, and a lot of it is just talking about like perspectives and how like we got like new perspectives in the show and so why I love The Last of Us so much is because it's as we've said multiple times it's it's never been about the infected it's always been about the people it's always been it's a love story it Mm. is always about like like every character has their own Last of Us story and like we got to see that a lot more in the show like we saw that with Henry and Sam and we saw that with uh Kathleen and Bill and Frank and like like Riley and like all of these people what I loved most about the show is that we got more of Ellie's perspective and I like that because in the game you're playing predominantly as Joel obviously except for the winter section and then so by the time you get to the end you're like of course I'm taking out all these people of course I'm gonna save Ellie this is my daughter I just spent this entire game bonding with her and yeah. like doing all these things like there's no hesitation so like of course by the time you get there like you're doing whatever you can to get to Ellie and save her because of course any good parent would do that <laughs> that is your child screw the rest of the world it doesn't matter because it's all about her now and what I really liked about the show is that like it makes you think more about Ellie and what her her feelings might be or what her decisions might be so like what was really getting me in this episode is like 
Joel was already full dad mode, like already kind of deciding like, yep, my future's with you. I'm going to take you back with me to Tommy's. Like, this is what's going to happen. It's it's obviously like Ellie and, and like, that's another thing is that Ellie talks a lot about her future and she, cause she's always talking about like after, like, okay, after this is over, like she's with him. Like she says, I'll follow you anywhere you go. But uh-huh. it was, I, I think it just hit, the ending really hit me more because we've spent so much time with Ellie and we were getting more of her in the show that's like it really made me think like wow she had no choice in any matter and not just because of Joel but because of the fireflies too Mm. like Marlene like in the game Ellie is knocked out unconscious before she even gets there Mm. and so she had no choice in the matter in the game she's conscious but then they like Marlene says like she doesn't know what's gonna she doesn't know that she's gonna die Ellie never had that information like she never knew the whole picture and they never even gave like Joel and Ellie a chance to say goodbye which is wild yeah <laughs> like Marlene was ready to let Joel to be like yeah here's here's her knife sorry thanks yeah. for bringing us the cure though that we don't even know if it's gonna work or not right. and I thought more about Ellie's perspective because when when the game ended I was just like yeah I mean I would have done what Joel did too but at the same time like this really sucks for Ellie because her whole like we said like her whole purpose is taken away from her i think that just hit harder this time Mm. around um especially since we can see the conflict even more in her face in that end scene i just like the line that joel had in episode six where he tells ellie you deserve a choice just hits so much harder because she never had a choice from anybody it just makes me go what about ellie (laughs) what does she want and i think they did a really good job in the show like portraying that it's really it's kind of incredible that we get this scene because for players of the game it's inspired like a decade of debate about whether or not Jill did the right thing mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be the case again for people watching now I feel like yeah. I I've already seen like the discourse emerge and this is like I think it's funny because we now live in a world that's very much like dominated by discourse so this is just going to be like a thing for the next couple of weeks and I'm yeah. really looking forward to that <laughs> yeah same um so yeah it's like it's really interesting to think about how complex like I mean this is like a very nuanced ending to this Mm -hmm. season and to this particular like part of the game like we I feel like there's no black or white answer like it's very complex um yeah what happens at the very end there are a lot of complex emotions this all sounds perhaps a little bit generalized but I think I'm just trying to sum up the sense that like what Ellie has could potentially save humanity so there's like this like there's like a there's a trolley problem here because it's like okay if Ellie dies but then we're able to by some means um use the cordyceps from her brain to save humanity that's great but then there's also a chance that that might not work and then you've got someone like joel who probably isn't even thinking about that because he just has a lot of big feelings and doesn't want this girl who he's grown close with to die yeah um so i that's why i mean like i had this conversation with my partner last night my fish was hates marlene (laughs) and i don't necessarily see marlene as like a black and white bad person like I don't think that she's necessarily like a villain I understand her motives for doing what she's done exactly yeah um and I feel like the backstory with Anna really helps I think humanize her um and like gives us a sense of who she is so I'm like really I'm really hesitant to be like oh like Marlene but I'm also like super hesitant to praise Joel for his choices because I think as you said um Ellie has no autonomy at this point in the game and she is the person who contains the cordyceps like as willing as she is to do what needs to be done in order to save humanity um she's given no opportunity to realize like the potential of what that could mean for her in her life like she's given no choice to determine whether or not she lives because of that and that's really unfair and what, what always gets me is that like they didn't know it was go- if it was going to work. They kept saying, yeah. like, oh, our doctor thinks that this is going to be okay. Like, we yeah. think this is, like, and, like, there's no guarantee. And also, like, I don't think a vaccine could be, first of all, 
distributed to everybody, especially coming from one person. So yeah. like the ch- I always felt like the chances were very slim anyway. But again, what it all comes down to is Ellie was never told the full truth. Ellie was never given a decision. Be- they just put her in surgery before she could probably even say yes. My gut instinct is, yeah, Ellie would want to have like give the cure. But at the same time, mm. like because she talks so much about her future with Joel, yeah. like post vaccine, I d- I don't know if she would die for it. Like I really don't yeah. know. It and that's and that's the thing. Like you don't know, but what you do know is this conflict and yeah. Yeah, it's it's super. And I think that's the other thing is like, it's, yeah, like, there's absolutely no chance, like, we have no expectations, no evidence that if Elliot passed away, had been, you know, lobotomized by the fireflies for the cure, we have no, yeah, we have no perspective on whether it would work. But that I feel like that helps me to understand the fireflies perspective a little more because there's like desperation there yeah like, it is the end of the fucking world like yeah. whenever i'm like like at the same time that i'm like oh like if i was in that situation as a parent i would probably save my child i right. on the flip side of this if i was in a group of people who has been working for like decades plus to try to save the world I'm not necessarily sure what I would do there either yeah so that's why I like this I like this scene a lot it's like super it's like we get these we we often think about like the perspectives and like the people in this in this scene that have autonomy which are the fireflies and Joel but this show really causes like raises the question of of like who should have really had a choice. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, so on that much. note, the hospital scene was my favorite as well. Yeah. Um, this scene was like super vivid for me. It played out almost exactly like I remember the gameplay in my head, which I haven't watched in like well over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the encounter with Marlene in the parking garage, I was just like, that was like my, it's just like the game moment because yeah. like, I was like nine the whole time. I was like, oh my God, I remember yeah. all of this. Like this is all like coming back to me. It was like, mm-hmm. It was like lucid dreaming. I was like, wow, deja vu. It was so <laughs> good. Um, yeah. And I really, I really like applaud Pedro Pascal's acting in this scene because yes. I feel like he really like delivered the like the the complete lack of feeling as he's going through the hospital. Yep. It's like, it's like chilling to yeah. experience. Um, and I totally understand now why Tommy was like, bro. Uh, remember who we were um so yeah it was like really good scene we i can't believe this but we're gonna try to talk about things we didn't like and there's like no such there's no way where this like works out sincerely like what are what are your what's your valley galen it's over (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. uh like like literally like that finding nemo scene now what you know (laughs) (laughs) now what yeah like I, uh, I guess I'll just have to watch it all again. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I it's ah, uh, it's over. Actually, okay, I do have one valley, and it's so small, and it doesn't change my viewing of the show at all. But she lost her backpack. Ah, and all her stuff. That's upsetting. <sighs> yeah. Why did she lose her stuff? Bring her back her stuff. Maybe she gets her stuff back in the second season, and that's one of the speculating points for her to like be like, wait a minute. Joel, lie to me. I don't know. We'll find out. It just made me really sad that, like, they've kind of talked about, like, how much Ellie loves her stuff. Like, she loves her walk yeah. and because it's hers. And she doesn't have her pun book anymore. <laughs> really. Yeah. Why would they do that? My valley is, it's over. And I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, that was my valley, too. And again, like, I'm going to be complaining every week about, the ep- about episodes ending at the time that they're supposed to end. But, like, <laughs> when the credits cut, when we cut to the credits, I was pissed. I was, like... <laughs> we just got here we just sat yeah. down like like and then when um the episode started and it was like 40 minutes my partner's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like, 40 minutes that's <laughs> all because they it just goes so fast like you're so immersed in every episode that you just it's like it's like bang like it goes even, so fast yeah even the episodes that are like an hour long i'm like oh already we're here <laughs> we're done yeah it's yeah it's crazy the pacing was really good but yeah i was like oh my god that was quick 
Ridiculous. <laughs> so what uh, thing are you the saddest that Joel and Ellie missed because of the apocalypse now that we're at the finale? Uh, I'm going to be super meta and say the season finale of The Last of Us. Um, <laughs> it was really good. And, and I, yeah. I, I feel like they would have really liked it. Yep. Yep, I think they would too. Um, it, along those same lines, I said, yeah, I think they should play The Last of Us. <laughs> I feel like they should play, yeah. I think they'd really like The Last of Us. It's really good, and it's almost, it's like really similar to their lives. Yeah, so, weird. I'd also yeah. want, I would want um, Joel to play it, um, and for him to be like super bad at it. I just think that'd be really yeah, funny. Yeah, that'd be really funny. <laughs> I would enjoy that too, yeah. I can't believe we're talking, I literally can't believe we're about to rate this episode and kind of like close out with some, some questions about the season overall like i can't mm-hmm. believe we're here it's I'm crazy sad. to me let's just keep recording um, yeah let's just keep or if we keep talking then the it show can't will end. Never end yeah, yeah it exactly can't end. <laughs> on a scale of one to five uh times that you cried this episode how <laughs> how many stars would you give uh would you give episode nine of the last of us all of them all of the stars i once again keyboard smashed won't pretend to make up the number but yeah five out of five Mm-hmm. This honestly, truly is a perfect show. I have nothing bad to say about it, and I would argue that it's not even of my bias for the love of the game and the story. I just genuinely think that the way that they adapted it was so well done. It was like watching the game play out, but you also get extra. You know, you get extra yeah. story expansion, extra emotional expansion with the characters and it just it made the whole story better nothing that they did ever made me go why are they doing that or oh why would they put that in it everything made sense everything was so well done and they've really set the bar high for themselves for season two oh yeah (laughs) yeah like best wishes warmest regards but like they've also set the bar high for anyone else who's looking to adapt anything else to screen so I can only hope that anybody who wants to do that watches this show and takes some notes because yeah. I personally have no notes for this show. It so good. Well done. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> I I mean this episode was really strong. I feel like the writing and acting combined really made it for me yeah. seeing this much closer Joel and Ellie, the hospital scene. Mm -hmm. um the ending it all really moved me I think I've been fully taking for granted how much of my life this past two months has been taken up by this show I feel like there are going there's gonna be like a really surprising void without it um I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself on Sundays I will be missing it very much and I really can't wait for next season and really excited me too Caitlin we are at the end of of our the last of us reviews And I think we would be remiss not to talk a little bit about this entire season Mm -hmm. and some of our favorite moments and just kind of do like an overall look back at uh, some of our faves. So what was your favorite episode of the season? This was a super hard question. This question was my idea and I didn't necessarily account for how hard this question was going to be. Yeah. Um, Which is good, you know, It's, it's good that like, this is a hard question, but uh-huh. I'm cheating and I'm going to say two. Uh, the first one that came to mind was episode five, Endure and Survive, because it. I feel like that episode really demonstrated the balance between the theme of love being what drives people to make some wild decisions, like Henry with Sam and then Kathleen's reason for vengeance. Um, also, I felt like it was a really great use of Infected. It's really funny now that, um, looking back, that there were only really significant episodes for The Infected twice. Like, there were only two episodes. (laughs) Truly, yeah. Yeah, and it was the second episode, and it was episode five. And other than that, they were either hardly there or not there at all, which I think is hilarious and also great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also I wanted to mention episode eight, When We Are In Need, because I felt like that was a masterpiece in fear and also acting. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the most tense episode all season, and I'm still in awe of how great the pacing was to fit the entire winter section into one episode. I think mm. it was about like maybe like 50 or 55 minutes long, and right. they just did it so well. And it didn't feel rushed. It didn't feel like it just wasn't working. It was all so well done. And I know that Bella's name is being engraved in an Emmy as we speak for their performance uh-huh, yeah. in the episode because. Once again, Bella is the perfect Ellie. 
and I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, I mean, this was a hard question for me too, and I love that that's the case because that's when you know that a show's team is doing a really good job of bringing it to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also had a tie. I think, I think, long, long time. This is episode three. Will probably yeah. go down in history for me as the greatest bottle episode, if you even want to call it that, of yeah. all time, because they took the opportunity to tell an incredible love story with two with like the most stellar writing and Mm -hmm. two very talented actors i think the pairing of murray bartlett and nick offerman was just like exceptional and they executed it seamlessly i think i think i'll be thinking of this episode when i die um (laughs) and i'm okay with that like it is i i really think like if if we were in the 90s um when people would like gather around for like this the series finale of friends or like the Mm -hmm. west wing or like er this would be that episode yeah um that like goes down in history as being one of the best written television of all time i really i i agree wow um yeah and then uh, I'll have to agree with you. Episode eight, when we are in need, really, I think when I think of the show, I will be thinking of this episode respectfully. If someone mm-hmm. were to ask me, like, to give, like, to, to to tell them a little bit about an episode that I think really personifies what is good about this show, what is excellent about this show, I would probably name this episode. Yeah. Um, because it gives us some incredible heart-wrenching acting from Bella Ramsey and some very badass Joel activity and <laughs> and like really personifies the true fears in the last of his universe which are like inherently like people yeah. so I I mean I have nothing but good things to say about all the episodes yeah. of this season but I think these two really really stuck out to me so what episode made you cry the most because there's a lot of tears shed so for me it was when you're lost in the darkness this was episode one um you were there. I sobbed <laughs> I the yeah. entire time, like the whole episode. I was just crying yep. so fucking hard. I think I cried almost every episode, but Same. this one, like the moment we lost Sarah until the very end, I was catatonic. Like I could not speak. I was just like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. Like my eyes hurt the next day. There is, yeah. there was something about watching Joel suffer such excruciating loss without even knowing him well yet that really ruined me from the moment yeah. that we started watching and I don't I don't I also kind of don't think I took my Lexapro that day to be so <laughs> real but like in the moment I was like oh my god like it was like I thought I was having a crisis um it's because you were then, <laughs> I really was like so you were there and so you yeah. know better than I was if I probably needed to go to the hospital but yeah. um and then there's some honorable mentions for me. Uh, Bill and Frank's last dinner in the window scene. Like, that uh, really the window. Like, ruined me. Ellie and Riley dancing on the table. Uh, mm. Like, their little girlhood moment. Uh, of course, I've got you, baby girl. Like, yeah. wait, what the frig? Yeah. Um, when Sam turns, that, like, kind of ruined my life forever. Um, Correct, yep. And then every line in this last episode really, like got me yeah. got me all welled up uh yep what were what about you tell me about what made you cry i mean yeah. i know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah Everything. i mean i i think it's wonderful when people call this uh people who don't know the story when they mm-hmm. go oh i'm gonna check out that zombie show because you really have no idea what you're getting yourself into because it's <laughs> it's an emotional show you know like it's 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 not about the zombies the episode that really got me going is like there were episodes where I would tear up a little bit. Yeah. There were episodes where, yeah, I would cry doing a scene, but then I'd be okay. The mm-hmm. episode that I cried the entire time was episode seven, Left Behind. It yeah. takes the freaking cake. <laughs> uh, tears streaming down my face. Uh, my dad had to check on me, check in on me halfway through the episode to make sure I was okay. <laughs> God bless him. But this, I think what really gets me about this one is just how innocent they were, um, how innocent Ellie and Riley were. Um, we talked in our review about this, like they were girls together. and um just because they were so they were having such a good time they were so happy they were giggling um but like the scene that like really like i mean i was like you know tears streaming down my face like Mm -hmm. like i think the second the lights in the mall turn on but 
what breaks me is the carousel ride because Ugh. of how like the music is beautiful it, the the lighting is so warm and lovely and then mm-hmm. ellie's just looking up at riley like she's her whole world because at this point she is yeah and it it what breaks me is the fact that like this is this was ellie before we really knew her and like this is when her whole world shatters and she's oh. never the same again and just it, it also just really like emphasize the fact that she's just a she's a kid you know right. and it, it so it it just really broke me like both uh bella ramsey and storm reed's performance in the episode was incredible and i i think i'll probably cry every time uh i even think about it mm-hmm. or watch it <laughs> yeah and then that being said i did also have some honorable mentions good, um, from good. all the other episode uh sarah's death obviously oh yeah um you touched on if if you get through that without crying you're a monster um, uh, there's something about Tess saying save who you can save that really got me like oh, I teared yeah. up because one I was hoping we would get like a little bit more from Tess uh, right. but like also it made sense and just like she's like I'm already gone so you know save your world Bill telling Frank you were my purpose broke me um, I had happy tears in this show Oh yeah. when um, when Joel and Ellie were laughing together at the end of episode 4 it was so so sweet Mm. Um, Sam turning into an infected, uh, was so much more heartbreaking and traumatizing than it was in the game that I don't think anything could have prepared me. And also just the way that Bella screams in that scene, uh, no child should be able to make those noises, you know, like you should know, you should know what that's like. So that hurt me. Um, when Joel said, all I do is fail her in episode six in that whole speech yeah. uh obviously oh. it's okay baby girl i've got you broke me and then the giraffes the <laughs> and giraffes. also the i was the one who missed scene in episode yeah. nine so ouch very emotional time was had throughout the season it was very hurtful will not be returning as i said before for episode for season two i will be dead <laughs> so, yeah. so so yeah what was the most surprising moment from the season for you palin yeah, so um, I had a few. Obviously, like, playing the game, I knew the story, but I really, I, I loved, I, the first most surprising thing was the fact that Bill and Frank's characters were expanded into the most beautiful love story I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Um, I, I loved it. It made me, uh, like, like, Bill is such a caricature, I feel like, in the game, where he's like this, you know, doomsday prepper type guy, and then Frank is nothing but a body and a note so it it just the fact that they were like now we're gonna do this different and we're gonna make everybody cry while we're at it like it just great choice great choice um i loved it so much and i loved that the themes of that episode carried on throughout um mm-hmm. the rest of the season like um i know i mentioned it before but when frank says paying attention to the things is how we show love we see that in a lot of different ways throughout the season and then like even bill's you were my purpose is a big theme for joel and ellie um so i i loved how they set that up but also just the fact that it was just a beautiful beautiful love story um, set in this terrible setting and it was it was wonderful and it was very shocking every time that joel showed more emotional depth in the Mm -hmm. show like the you shouldn't have had to kill that guy scene in episode four and his speech Mm -hmm. to tommy in episode six everything about him in episode nine i'd wow i'm it was really nice to see uh this closed off character open up more and in a way that made sense and it was just really well done and i think honestly the most shocking thing for me was when joel told ellie the scar on his head was from him like, yeah, like I said, my heart stopped. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I really wasn't prepared for that one in the slightest. So, I thought that was really shocking. How about how yeah. about for you? For me, uh, when Tess died so early on, I was like kind of surprised because I w- expected her to stick around for much longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like in the very beginning, the way that she's introduced, it seems like she's gonna be somebody who's like a se- like a series regular and then That's it's like, like it no just, just kidding just kidding um you didn't you know none of us learned from sarah so we're like with yeah. Tess, we're like oh yeah she's here to stay yeah literally um when a few of the episodes ended at their intended runtime i was surprised <laughs> i was like bitch 
like come back here i'm not done with you yet um like there were like literally like whenever we cut to credits sometimes i would just like leap out of my seat i'd be like hey um when sam turned uh and then henry killed himself that really like i think i looked over my partner we were both just like our jaws were dropped we were like huh like we uh, we didn't play the game so we didn't know and then when it happened we were like oh my god Mm -hmm. oh my god this poor baby child oh my gosh and just really broke us both and then when we see the ear uh Mm -hmm. and we realize that david's group is full of cannibals that was like oh i love that i feel like i i mean like if you're like a fellow person out there that hasn't played the game and you were like oh my god shook by that then like i'm (laughs) with you girl like that was crazy i was like oh my god like that was probably my favorite shock i think that was my favorite shocker of the season just because Oh, like, I totally wasn't expecting it. It really, like, it just gave me a good little jolt. Like, gave, I'm so happy good, for you. Gave me a good little power, power, a little, little kick of energy to start the week. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So as we wrap up, of course, The Last of Us has been renewed for season two. Oh, my God. Will you, Emberlyn, will you try and play The Last of Us Part 2 before season two comes out? No. Um, <laughs> I I don't think I'll be playing the game before the next season comes out. Uh, I mean, I can't say the same for other members of this household who uh, have been talking about this show uh, nonstop for about <laughs> uh, two months now. Um, but I personally, I mean, the potential for us to become a PlayStation household because we are already an Xbox, ho- Xbox household is very... <laughs> low uh i think it really depends on the government getting really cool about a lot of stuff really quickly Uh, (laughs) so i'm probably gonna say no like not on this paycheck but yeah i i mean there's two years so we'll see i don't i don't super mind not having played because i think Mm -hmm. that it's cool that one of us comes into it with the background of having played the game and the other doesn't um so i i feel like i probably will not have played it and I made peace with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'm like considering. I'm like, do I want to replay part two? And then I remembered <laughs> everything. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Do you maybe feel I'm like not emotionally ready? Did you feel like there was an added benefit to because you played through the game again while like along with the episode sequence? Oh, did you feel like there was an added benefit to that? Yeah, so, yeah, again, so what I've been doing is I, I tried to replay the whole game before the show com- came out, but then I didn't have time, and then I decided, oh, I'll just play, once once an episode comes out, I'll play up until the episode ended, mm-hmm. um, and it's been kind of fun because it's, even though, like, I know the scenes, it kind of, um, it reminds me a lot of all of the dialogue that they keep in, even, like, there's mm-hmm. some, like, really... Um, important dialogue but even ones that aren't like the whole um the scene with ellie uh confronting david and james and like when she's like calling him buddy boy and everything like line for line and i was like oh shit i was like that was in the game too i forgot and um it also uh has been interesting to just show all the details like even like in um the like the scenery and like the rooms and the places that you go in It's, it's been interesting to see like just how close it is to the game with that reminder and Uh it was kind of fun because sunday um i finished the winter section before um we before i watched the finale and then of course it goes right into spring and then it starts off and you kind of hear like this drone sound and ellie's just kind of like staring at like this carving in a wall of like a deer Mm. and you hear joel going like like calling after her but she doesn't hear him right away Mm. and i looked at my brother and i was like it'd be really cool if they started uh tonight's episode like that and then they did and i was like ah see Mm -hmm. that's awesome (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's really cool and even like the the guitar like like him wanting to teach a guitar i don't know it was just really um it reminded me of details that i wouldn't have necessarily remembered that i appreciated more because i had just seen it in the show so right um it's been fun uh yeah. will i be doing that for part two i don't know because part two is so long and it has so much and also it just emotionally devastates me all the way around <laughs> so yeah. um right now i won't be touching that for a long long time but it's a lot um, to go through it is it is uh 
Yeah. I, I think I think um I'm a little nervous for season two. Mm. But I'm all but I also trust them because they did yeah. season one so well. But because of how part two plays out, I'm just really interested to see where the, not where this goes but how they do it yeah it'll be interesting yeah i feel like one thing i like about this show and they talk about this a little bit in the behind the scenes content but like they're always the intention is always to like build on to the existing the existing source material in a way such that they're not just repeating content in a different right. medium but they're also adding something so i hope what's added is is um like really furthers the the story as opposed to like weakens it and so far that's been the case so i'm fingers crossed that that happens again in season yeah. two they have some big shoes to fill uh, that they that they created so <laughs> you've got some big shoes to fill yours yours <laughs> <laughs> well that's gonna do it for us Thank you for listening to Live by Moonlight. We've truly enjoyed spending each week talking about this show with you, and we hope you'll be checking out some of our other content and reviews if you enjoyed these. But for those of you who love this show, we love you. We thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you for season two. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen! Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Bye! Bye!